Good morning, PML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and I have the breakfast show. We got the breakfast crew in the building. Uh, we got Deloitte. Deloitte, say what's up to the people. What's going on, PML fan? Boy, Deloitte back with another episode as we are getting through the season. Closer and, and closer. And it's advance day. No, it's good. It's not advance day. <laughs> we yeah, just advanced true. last night. Post advance <laughs> day. Uh, you know, where everybody plays at advance. We got some games to talk about. Speaking of a playing at advance, we got our boy A-Rod in the building. A-Rod, say what's up to the people. What's up, Daniel? Good morning. Then we also got somebody else that played at advance this week. We got HD in the building. HD, say hi. Hi. Played a doubleheader. As you can hear, he had um, a backup alarm. That's the Brinks Brinks truck backing up to give him all his content points after he had a legit legit stream of a game between him and CEO where he had the face cam on for both him and CEO on his stream and you got both their reactions simultaneously as plays happened. It was um, it was amazing. It was the best best stream that we've had in PML. Uh, best stream hands down that we've had and probably one of the best piece of content we ha- we've had. I said I would be nice to him moving forward for at least a week because he dropped that dime of a, a concept piece. Uh, so, HD, you want to talk about that a little bit if you're able to? Um, you know, what went into that and what you had to do and how the thought came about? Um, it was actually funny when it when it came up. Um, the, way, the way he mentioned it was kind of like... <laughs> So he sent me a picture of the Madden Championship Series. He's like, hey, he's like, I'll, I'll read it to you just so you can get, like, like just so you can feel what I felt. He goes, uh, he sent me the picture. He goes, heard you could do this. And I was like, you, I was like, you heard I could? He, go, he goes, yeah, it's possible. And I was like, uh, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, um, is he asking me or telling me? <laughs> and you see, you see him, you see yeah. him with his recent face game. You're like, oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Exactly. What it was. Like, I felt like, like, I felt like I was in Friday and like Debo just walked up to me. You know, of course, my show now. What'd you say, Rod? No, I said, of course, CEO, whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, I was like, I was like, who told you I could do that? He's like, somebody. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I can, I, I think I can do it. And then, you know, I told him, you know, let me know, and I didn't hear back from him. It but, reminds uh, me, reminds me of the longest yard. You know, the scene in the longest yard when he's like teaching me the football. I'll teach you anything. Just don't hurt me. He's yeah. like, yeah, I can do this. Just don't hurt me. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just, I, I sent it to. I don't know who he. I don't know who told him that. But I sent it to JT. I'm like, yo, you got anything to do with this? He goes, no. But JT's like laughing at it because I told him, I'm like, you know how big he is and the way he's like talking right now. I was like, I feel like I have to do it now. <laughs> so, so shout um, out. So we really got to shout out CEO for, for doing this. Yeah. So I, I've actually that. So that was something I wanted to do when I made that troll video with me and you. Yeah. Um, but. Um, I never, you know, put the, the time in it. Then he, he hit me up, you know, obviously hours before we played. He's like, yo, can you do this? I'm like, you know, I can, you know, I can do it. You know, it's been a thought before. I but, try. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's been a thought shot. before, but nobody. He said, he said yes, how, sir. Yeah, but like, how many people want to, you know, want to sit there in a chat with you and like, you know, because everybody likes to talk about what they're doing and everything. It's like when you do that, you can't do that because you're literally talking to him. So yeah, it, it turns more into a trash talk version type game than you tell, you know, commenting what you're doing and everything. <clears throat> so, um, it's, it, it, it's not hard to do as long as the other person can get a video, you know, a video call with you. But, um, I know CEO hit me up after he wanted me to walk him through how to do it. But other than that, um, I adjusted, I adjusted my screen and everything set him up i added the little i created my own little ticker down there for league leaders yeah, that was cool. so i was like you know if we're gonna do this it can't just be a regular old stream. i was like i gotta put something else up there to cover up some space or whatever 
So um, it would have been game of the week anyway if KMFO didn't stop doing it. So I figured I might as well just do it like it's a game of the week. That was that was so. awesome. I ain't gonna lie, that was awesome. So so yeah, you're saying uh, to to set that up, you have to set it up in a way where you two could hear each other throughout the game. Yeah. All like, right. So like like you're fucking like you're sitting right next to him. Like the whole the entire time, me and CEO could hear what each other was saying. Are you nervous? No. Um, I mean, the game nerves had more to do with that I was playing, you know, a big game compared to just me being able to talk to CEO. I personally, I, like, I would do it, but I would prefer, like, me and the user I'm going up against having, like, a gentleman agreement to, you know, have headphones in or, you know, not really listen in on each other. Like, you mm-hmm. get our reactions, yeah. but you're listening. But that's, not, that's not as fun. You don't want to just yeah. talk to the dude? I think uh, I see, they, if it wasn't trash talking kind of takes away and stuff like that. Like certain people will start trash talking, and it kind of takes away yeah. from what the game is supposed to be. Like if I'm not in it. If it wasn't CEO, I would have been talking trash to anybody else. What? Yeah, you definitely want bro. those trash talk games in PML. Bro, yeah, bro, that's that makes it fun. Like if that would be an A Rod, you would have got a complete different game. I guarantee. Bro, you. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I, I'm a. I think I'm a pretty chill dude. I've never played a football game and not talk shit to a corner. Listen, the the, the ultimate that makes it fun, man, bro. This man pulled out a leather fucking helmet after he kicked. Bro, big helmet versus leather helmet, bro. I was <laughs> yeah. like, what is going on? I, gotta, I didn't watch that, but I gotta go back and watch it. Bro, they were like at this leather, yeah, leather helmet. Yeah, yeah there was like five, a small ass like leather helmet. Looked like it was like squeezing his. Dude, there was like five minutes head, left, bro. and I went to chat, and I'm, I text him like, this dude just pulled out a leather fucking helmet, and I'm like, I'm like, how is no one seeing this right now? No one even said anything. I just heard fucking HD going off. Like, where was this earlier? You should have put your helmet on earlier. We could have had a helmet bowl. And he's like, he's like, ah, the game could have went different if I had this on. I don't know. Speaking, so. speaking, speaking of helmet, there was a drive. Where he started at your, you're like thirty-five or forty. No, no, his own thirty-five or forty or thirty, and. You went to get your helmet, and this man marched all the way down to the twenty while you were AFK the whole time. I was like, "Yo, I, I don't he know." Came how back he came back with no reaction. He yeah, came back with zero reaction. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he left. This man was on his side of the field when he left. He came back. This man was in the red zone. He had no reaction to it. He was like, "All right, let's." It's like he had a turnover in the red zone. He's like, "All right, I gotta make up a, I gotta come up with a stop here." Like he yeah. had no care in the world. I don't know how you did that. That was impressive. Yeah. I don't know. The game the game started off obviously the way I wanted, but um I think those fourth downs that I missed out on are what what changed games is like fourth one. I literally got tackled at the first down and I couldn't the get that first fall one, forward. There was a I wide know, open lane. Oh and yeah, you just like, turned it, was, it, it up. was the lane to the right. It was the <laughs> yeah, lane to the right and I turned, turned left up. more. Because my, my plan was to just get behind the line and just push. And just fall forward, but yeah. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't – both those fourth downs, I couldn't get – if I would have fell forward both those first downs, I would have got them both. So that was the tur- that was the turning point. Um, I don't I regret mean, it at all. I you seen it immediately because you were like, damn, mm-hmm. there was a gap there. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't regret it at all, though. That doesn't change my decision. Yeah, I think it was a good coaching call. I mean, it's a big game. You go, you go for those in those big games. So, oh, yeah, yeah so for the for the people that don't know, the final score of that game, that was last week. Uh, it was one of the last games played. Final score was 45-29. The, the Cowboys now moved to 7-3. and three. The Cleveland Browns uh, fall to 6-5. and five. So, uh, Six so and four, there, and then I lost a few last Oh, yeah, you, you realize that since, since all this helmet antics came out, you're 0-5. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, because I wasn't 6-0, and oh, was I? No, oh, no, yeah. he, he the first game with the helmet, he won. Oh, he won the first yeah. game. I my first loss was to I lost to T Bandit, then I lost to Wimmy, and then I lost to Q, and I lost to CEO, and I lost to Burn. Yeah, his first ever game with the helmet was a win, and after that they would lose. Losses. Yeah, and that's really. I don't think I don't think I played. I don't think I played Burn with the, the helmet, but yeah, I, I'm fine with losing to T Bandit, CEO, Q, and Wimmy. You and have to live with the, those losses. Those are those are four top ten users in the league. You you have to be fine with losing oh, those games. Oh, of course, you you want to win and you're trying to yeah. win, but if you lose those games, you, you the the team that was supposed to win won. 
you're, yeah, you're so working. It, it don't matter. We're gonna win out. We'll finish eleven five, and we're gonna we're gonna make a run for it. So what I like to hear. Uh, so you lost that game, forty five to twenty nine. You dropped to six and four. We'll get to your next game, um, in a second. Um, the other games that were played last week were the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers were down by at least two or three scores, I think, at one point. I think it was two. It was, it, was, it was a good amount, and it looked like the Bears were going to come out with a win. I know JT was in chat talking about it. Um, and then, I don't know what happened, but the Packers come out with a win 42-35. Uh, don't know where no, it went. The, the, the game changer was when yeah, LQ, uh, was yeah. up, LQ was up by seven, driving. And I think they're hitting like five minutes left. He called a double screen. That's when it's the slot to the left. Mind you, he was in like the 12-yard line, I believe. Yeah. He, it was a slot to the left ran the screen, and it was out of five wide, and the far right ran the screen. And what he did was he waited. I'm like, okay, he's letting it set up. And he threw it to the right side of the uh, screen instead of the left. Where the, dude, he literally had four blockers against one DB. He had a touchdown, and he threw a pick six to the other side. Is that no? Is he, that, didn't, he didn't pick six, that, and he picked it off, and then drove and scored. He didn't All six right. it. I thought he did. No, he didn't. So, but he, so uh, my question he did that, score. that was he had six and completely turned the game around. So I, I personally think that might have been a button mix up. Like you get those occasional button no, mix up. No, so no, so the thing was when he first called hike, there was the the DB was there. He was covering the left screen, but if you let it set up, he went and blocked the DB. So I feel like he didn't wait long enough to look at it and then just turn and throw it the other way. He so I, in my opinion, I thought he was like instead of I'm like you know this is this is good patience and then he just threw this the pick the other way. Yeah, and those are those are backbreakers to be honest. Especially he he would have went at fourteen. Up, yeah, yeah, you you automatically are going up two scores because you're that close you're not missing that field goal. So you're pretty much going up two scores there. And not to mention that, you know, it was set up in a way where he would have had a touchdown based on his blocks. So it, it's a, a double whammy there. But you gotta, you got to take your points. you got to put yourself up two scores. You can't risk, for, uh, you know, turning that ball over. You either take the sack or throw it away, like do something else. Um, that's just a, a bad mistake in a, a, a key, key spot. So he ends up losing. Um it looks like, you know, the running game couldn't really get going. I don't I don't see Tariq Cohen. Is Tariq Cohen injured? Not that I know of. Yeah, Nobody, I don't think he uses them like that. He they even get one touch. And that's his that's usually his go to back. Who 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 do you use? Who's his running back? Uh, uh Kaiser White Jr. I think that's a rookie. I mean, uh, Kareth White. Kareth White. I think, I think that's, I think that's someone he drafted. No, it's not. It's somebody that was a backup for... Really? Um, it was a backup for the Chargers, and now he's on the Bears. I mean, just his stats, 86 carrying. He's a 72 overall, but he's got 93 speed with 86 carrying. He doesn't, ha- he doesn't have Tariq Cohen. Maybe he, he retired. What? That would even, yeah. That's crazy. And that's his fastest running back. So, yeah, wow. I don't think he used him a lot when we play. Cohen's, Cohen's not even there. He was way too young to retire, though. No, no. He probably got rid of him. Street Cohen is on the Chargers. There you go. <laughs> they also not getting any touches. He's got one touch for 10 carries against the Did they make a trade? No. That I know of. I think he was a free agent. Yeah. Sounded like it just stopped oh, okay. back through free agency. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, that, that's yeah, tough. Cohen, I'm, surpri- I'm even surprised that he's not using Cohen. Yeah. I mean, that's a good that's a good fallback behind Eckler. I mean, it's the same back pretty much. Well, he's got, he's got Eckler and Evans and Cohen. That so this is a case where the obviously the Bears didn't participate in the offseason. This is a Definitely. huge case. Cohen's an eighty five still. Yeah, he did not participate in the offseason, specifically this offseason. To let Tariq Cohen go and then you just pick up scraps like I mean, I I get it. I don't think Tariq Cohen is like a end all be all type guy though. 
But I don't think it was his offense. Yeah, he's still someone that you need. You can't. It depends on the team. Like right now, if you tell me, you know, you're going to call Walker. Okay, I'm like, all right, whatever the fuck's calling. I got two. I mean, it's a running. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think. Yeah, but he's better than the one you're using right now. I get it. Why wouldn't you resign him? I get it, but I can understand you being like, I'm not going to resign him. Like, I let Fournette go for a worse bag. It's not like I wasn't participating. It was like, yo, he's a running back. But you you didn't let your starting running back go for a weaker bag. You let your backup running back go for a week or backup. That's equivalent to me just letting Hunt walk. Like, we still have Chubb and Rojo. Yeah, if you did, I wouldn't say that you were giving up on the offseason. I would just say No, but that's not what he's saying. But, okay, for us, it's obvious we're not giving up on the offseason. We have two running backs. He literally doesn't have another running back as good as Cohen, and we know he's inactive. No, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying, to me, I don't think a running back is – Means like giving up a running. I don't think the running back has value enough where you could be like, oh, he's just giving up because he gave up a running back. You see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you could give up a running I mean, back. And I, I mean, just, just the key difference is we know he he's not active. Fournette. He could have grabbed that's, that's, Fournette. That's, Fournette that's not free. his guy. I mean, no. he had he had an option. You let go of Cohen for a guy that's just like Cohen, but worse. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know how you explain that. Like I said, I just did the same thing with Fournette. But go ahead. Just complete different situation. <laughs> I just think it's a it's a big claim. I think, you know, we shouldn't But we know he's person. inactive, so it's not that big of a claim. It's not far off at all. He hasn't been active for four seasons. Why why is that why is that a a big claim? Because you're basing it off of, you, you set it up as you're basing it off of because he let Cohen go, he's not active. As opposed I mean, to like, no, he's not active. Oh. That's why he. No, I'm, say, I'm <laughs> saying, I'm saying, you know, he's not active to begin with. I, what, yeah. what I'm saying is, this is a um, result of him not being active. Is his main back, and then this may, may back. not be. I, I just think you guys are jumping to a conclusion. I get it. I'm just that's who your guys. Who was who's in free agent? He could have. could at least put some. You don't have to have Fournette either. I'm saying, like, you could just go. Okay, you know what? Didn't we have a conversation a few weeks ago how we we could take any running back and we feel better running with them? Bro, this is coming from Neff, who says you could build anybody off of how you build anybody. I have the evidence. And this is how you know he was inactive. This is how you know he was inactive. He has fifty-five million in cap space. You don't just let him walk when you have fifty-five million. The dude was inactive. That's the end of it. He let Cohen walk because he wasn't paying attention. That's just the end of it. We know he's inactive. Narrative is dead. We don't. We don't carry that anymore. Dude, LQ has been dead for five seasons. Why are Three you months ago. Worried? Yeah, he was inactive in the free agency. But yeah, yo, yeah, baseball, so baseball, cool. baseball is all done. Baseball's been done. Baseball's been done since before, since last season. He said baseball. in the middle of last season, baseball was done. Yeah, well, but, but people are just checked out the cycle. So you, you, you're, you mentioned the fact that I say you can pick up. Yeah, you can pick up any running back season two, season three. Se- maybe you drafted season one season four, though. But so, season, season five. <laughs> season it don't five. matter, bro. The, the thing is, you have five. to. The thing is, you have to play the game to build the running backs. You have to play the game. You have to do content. Well, LQ well, doesn't do anything. He's already missed even, five games this season. Like, we didn't have this problem. We, we all had running backs from the start. So I, I don't, I don't know. Which, which is exactly why I said Deloy can't compare him letting Fournette go to this right. guy letting Cohen go because he's got Rojo at 99 overall. Like, of course right. you're going to let Fournette go. You don't fucking need him. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. The Bears need Cohen because they have nothing even remotely close to how good he's. Cohen right with? What is, what He's an 85 still. I don't think you need him. I mean, that's not make or break. Karrion Johnson. That's what I'm saying. Ball. You guys are acting like he's the 99 overall <laughs> running back, bro. Yeah, that's, he's, he's 85. He, he was his guy. Bro, when he, I let go from that, he was still a 90, bro. Like I'm saying, like I, you, I don't think it's make or break. I could get your preference. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I get your preference. You may not want to do it. Neff, you may not want to do that. And that's no, I'm fine. I'm saying it that. It takes a very special running back sa- to resign them during recent. Bro, what I'm saying is you can't jump to that conclusion that he just all of a sudden didn't care. 
because of that. Like maybe he didn't. And I'm not saying like, oh, he was here, blah blah blah. I'm saying like you can't jump to that conclusion. Cohen, you can't jump to that conclusion off of an eighty five overall team, running back. But when your team is an eighty four overall, you need that eighty five running back. Do you need that right eighty five overall? I don't think you do. What does he have now? So, okay, then why don't why don't you let Rojo go? Because he's a ninety nine. He's a ninety nine. Go he's release a and show us, show us you don't need him. Can I? He's can I? Can I? Can I show us you don't need him. Show, show so don't need a few him. points. A few points. Support your statement. One, Tariq Cohen has been a focal point of his offense through every season he was active. He even got him suspended. That's one. Two, his best running back is a seventy-four. His best running back right now is a 74, where yeah. in season five, There's no excuse and for that. most people's backups are 80-plus right now. Like, I signed Kerry really? and Johnson before week one, and he's an 84. Just as a yeah. backup, he did the same thing. Yep. And last is his, his – this is season five. He's got 55 mil in cap space. Is he saving yeah. for a big offseason? I guess he's got saying. You know what I mean? I don't think like, he had to sign, re-sign Cohen, but I do think he should have made a little bit. And that's exactly what I'm trying. That's exactly what I'm trying to say, Abraham. I'm not saying that oh he was the most active person, right. but I'm saying the what they said oh he didn't sign him. He must have been inactive, or he didn't like. You can't say that. You can't say that, but that's not the original thing. Neff just sat there, and you just sat there and said oh you can't let go of Tariq Cohen. I'm like you act like if Tariq Cohen is just some make it break it type of guy. If Tariq Cohen was some make or break guy, how come he's not even playing like that for the Chargers, bro? He's not. That guy. Because the Charger has been a 97 overall guy, just like you do. D-Lord, you're kind of you're kind of ignoring the first the first the first and third point I made. One, he was suspended in the most used running back with the the Bears. He was suspended for four games. I didn't for being over there, bro. I get it. Now, let me help you out here. The cap space. The cap space. He didn't. It's not like he had. That that doesn't change if you don't need want a player no more. Three Cohen, season two. 258 rushes, 1,800 yards, 24 touchdowns. Season three, 183 rushes, 1,000 yards, 7 touchdowns. 182 attempts and 850 yards in season four. The dude was the guy's offense. Well, look, I'm not trying to change y'all mind. To me, what y'all said made no sense. No, it didn't. You're going to let that go. If you're going to let a player like that go, you need to make a move. Keep it moving. It don't make sense to me, but keep it moving. Because you have Next Rojo. Topic. That's why it doesn't make sense. I'm not even talking about for me, but y'all Okay, go so ahead. release Rojo and show us that it so, makes sense. Uh, go ahead, I, man. Go ahead. So it's it's the point of the user and the situation. So that's that's why, you know, what was said. The user's history and the situation that's been uh, presented. That just tells us that he wasn't active this offseason. It tells you that. It don't for this that. cycle. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, there's no reason to, to go to go into kickoff with a 74 rated running back without checking out the waiver wire, though. I agree with that. Part. I it's agree with that. I agree with that. But I don't think the reason is because you let go of fucking Tariq Cohen, bro. Like I don't. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. But go ahead. Yeah. I, mean, I think I think that's I think that's you, Neff, trying to find a reason to plug your narrative that he hasn't been active, and you found this as a chance you, to jump on like exactly to, why you he's don't not have there. to plug a narrative. I don't have but to. I, mean, I don't think, know that he's inactive. You don't have I don't to plug think, anything. I don't think Tariq Cohen is the. It was the reason why. Like I don't think that shows that. Oh my gosh, he let go of Tariq Cohen. This is the craziest well, thing ever. Well, you know, if if I if I really wanted to plug in that narrative, his team's at 82 overall. There's and my narrative. And I think he's missed five games this season already. With 55 that, million cap that's rates. That's different. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the narrative. Then use that. Don't use It's almost like, um, you know how when you, you talked to Mally yesterday and you were like, oh, I spotted you 14. I was like, that's kind of disrespectful. Like how you set that up, you should just be like, hey, I went down 14 or hey, he had 14 points here that, that put me in the hole. You can't say, yeah. oh, I just spotted you 14 and that's the reason why I lost. Like that's disrespectful. I feel it's a similar thing. If you just say, oh, he didn't assign this running back. That's how you know he wasn't trying or whatever. Like people have different strategies. Just because you don't agree with that strategy doesn't mean that he didn't want that strategy to take place like we talk we talk we talk about like we talk about drama right and i don't agree with a lot of drama's moves right but drama like he will sit there and tell you like he thought this was best for his team whatever bro so, Dude, you so you're saying, not trying 
you're saying going into season five with no running back and 50 million in cap space is a good strategy and you support his strategy no, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I don't think it's you a good strategy it at all. Strategy. I'm saying, strategy, I say okay it could be his strategy. There's yeah, a lot of stupid you strategies. That. You support that. I support you doing what you want to do. But I think as a state, okay. I don't agree with it as being a, a good <laughs> okay. strategy. Not, but it's absolutely not. Because, yeah, D-Lo, I've been saying keep going. You're going, you're going, you're going, you're going you're, at, yeah, yeah. Deloitte, this is where optimism just looks silly and you just. Sometimes you just got to keep it real. You got to keep it real. I'm not going to hop on his optimism. I'm going to give you a round of applause, Deloitte, for you. You stuck that out, and you 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 shooting uh shooting down any bad talk about LQ. I, I you know LQ's got to hit you up and say thank you because you shooting yeah. everything down. I like it. Sometimes uh, you just got to keep it real. This, well, this I'm just saying, Tariq Cohen's that guy. Y'all go get him then. He's not that guy, bro. Season five, he's an 85 overall. He's not that guy, bro. If my team was an 80 overall, I would certainly go get him. He should he should have went and got a run. I think he should have went and got a running back. Like I'm not you guys are ignoring that fact. I 100 percent think that. But I don't think Tariq Cohen was the guy that had to go. Like I don't think Tariq Cohen was a guy that was like the end all. We're saying because he didn't go get anyone, that's why you need to keep Cohen. It's the fact that he made no movement at all, whether it's a re-sign, a trade, or signing. That's what we're saying. I, I the reason I I don't give a fuck if it's Cohen. The point is, you let a running back walk without bringing one in. I well, could, I could, you I can't speak said on. it was Cohen earlier because that's and the that's running back said, in place here. And that's what I said. I don't D-Lord, think he's that big. Oh my lord! I can't, I can't speak for HD, but when I saw. Uh, Whatever his face, White Jr. getting carries, and I didn't see Tariq Cohen. I'm like, what happened to Tariq Cohen? Is he injured? And then I see him on another team, and then I notice that he doesn't have any running backs. That tells me he was not active in the offseason because there was plenty of running backs to replace Cohen with, and you could have either resigned Cohen or replaced him, and he did neither of those. So that just tells me he hasn't been active. That's that's just because nobody in their right mind is going into season five with a seventy four overall overall running back and saying, Yeah, this is gonna work. Nobody's doing that. I uh, maybe for inactivity. Yeah. Thank All right, you. so uh what was the other game? It was the, the Bills and the Cardinals. Did anybody watch this? No, I, I saw the score. I checked and it was Goose, it was, Goose was winning for a while. Goose was winning for a while and then he fucked up the money. I don't think um, I don't I don't know I don't know what Goose is doing. I mean, I was in like fourteen three. He, he wound up losing like thirty one fourteen. Yeah, I don't like I said. I don't know what he's doing. Like sometimes he just he throws it right at the user, right at a DB, and it's like I don't. He he's not he's not I like Goose is a good football mind, and this is this was kind of my um my argument with these guys when we were talking about the NFC West. That's the one thing that. I, I find with Goose that holds him back is what I did against him, myself too, myself included, what I did against him, what I did against Mally, Mally does it all the time. They'll we'll throw into coverage. We'll throw at people and that's kinda of what separates us from other users is we won't take we won't find that open guy. We'll have our read, we'll go with it and we'll throw at people. So I don't I don't know. I just sometimes when, when I, I know Goose that, Goose is just getting back into it. I just mean he he's a good football mind player, but I just it, it it will I just I don't see it correlating on the sticks at any point soon with the way that I've seen him play. And that's what that's what I'm saying. Like when I when I say this guy's not good, if I see you throwing it like Ant, I see Ant throwing at people all the fucking time. Just because he's sometimes he gets, I mean, just because sometimes he gets lucky and you know he pulls some ones together by getting lucky, it doesn't mean that he's fucking great. Same thing with drama. It's just you're throwing at people. But, but if you throw, teams. if you're not throwing at, if you're not throwing, you know, into, you know, at, you know, wide open wide receivers or making the correct read, then I don't think you're great. You know, some people have better luck than others. You know what I mean? Like you have a jump ball at the right time. I, I'm not ballsy enough to test that all the time. I'll test it here and there, but I'm not ballsy so enough. So you to admit that is luck, and it's not the uh, you sat back, you drive back, you realize that yeah. dude has 68 yeah, it's, jumps it's compared lucky. to your 90 jumps, yeah, and then luck. you threw like, it up. Like, like, like Colin Johnson? <laughs> yeah. 
when the dude got right, so he made that. Yeah. I don't think that's luck, though, bro. But go ahead. You're rolling it's a, the it's dice. Little, I think it's yeah. yeah you're rolling. It's the a dice. roll of the dice, but rolling the dice. It's a gamble. But isn't that isn't that okay? So taking your isn't that real football? So that when I throw football. the ball that up is, to my tall receiver, uh, am I rolling football. the dice? <laughs> that, that's real football. But what I'm saying is like. If you're constantly throwing at a read that's covered and having some interceptions, and then once in a while you throw it up to your wide receiver deep, and you get you come down with it, are you really good, or what? What's going on that you just got lucky one a couple of times with a with a with throw up? You know what I mean? Like a lot of the better guys in the league will throw up throw to a a wide open guy or fit it in the window, and there's really no chance for anybody to make a play. The guys that are lower in the league or mid-tier are throwing it right at guys that they could see right in front of their face that's there and they know are going to make a play. Like, I don't know if I'm, you know, not explaining this right, but that's... Well, that's I'm, I'm the latter example, and um, uh, Q is like the former example. Like what you said, Q fits it right in, likes passes, and I'm the guy who just throws it up and hope they come yeah. down with it. yeah. Like I've seen it with Ant Dog, I've seen it with multiple multiple people who I've seen Mike D do it. Like you have your read and you throw your read. It's not that we're throwing it up, but we're we're seeing things differently there. Yeah, exactly. Like like we're not um, seeing what we should you know, see. I, I forgot who explained it, but um somebody explained it on the show where they said once you drop back and you see that that read that original read pre snap's not gonna be there. No one went to check down. I think it was Wimmy and I think it was um it was Wimmy and Q. It was somebody somebody that was on the show or on the after show. They said, you know, once you drop back and you see your original read's not going to be there, no one went to check it down and to be more safe. Like, that's what separates guys. And that's what I'm speaking about. When I see guys that have their read and go with their read, even if they're covered or not, that just tells me that they're not that upper echelon of user. And I don't really, you know, I'm not saying I don't respect their game, but... I don't really think they're necessarily good. Like, I don't consider myself good. I don't consider Ant Dog good. I don't consider Goose bad good. Ant Dogs Day, huh? It's not. It's not like I'm not. I'm not saying you know. I'm not saying cheap they're terrible. Band. I'm not saying they're terrible. I just don't consider them good. The guys I consider good, are the guys that are you know going to the playoffs and making good reads, and it takes a lot to trick them into a bad read. You know what I mean? This, this is playing devil's. Do you, do you think you could be a good quarterback and just take more risks? Like you said, like if you just throw it up, I don't respect your or I don't. You say I basically don't respect your game or don't think you're mm. good. Do you think you could just be more of a risk taker, like a Brett Favre type of quarterback, where you're going to end up throwing more interceptions because you're more trying to trust your guys now? Or do you think if you just throw, you know, in the coverage sometimes, or if you make throw a lot of interceptions, you're just not a good player? It's just so is that um question. so so. In a in a realistic term, there there's really nothing wrong with that. But in a Madden term, where it's really doesn't resemble realism half the time, like you can't throw a, a has anybody thrown a back shoulder fade to a, a tall wide receiver? I can't throw like, fades, period. Like no like, where. have you ever had a wide receiver <laughs> go on a streak and were able to throw back shoulder because you saw the corner on the outside, uh, over the top, and you know you couldn't get him deep, so you threw it underneath on the back shoulder just to get a completion. Like, there's realism to it that can't be replicated in the game. So if that may, so if I'm making sense, is what I'm saying is I don't really necessarily respect it because it doesn't resemble realism in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, there's just there's a difference when it, when it comes to these interceptions because. Some guys are like you'll see me throw it up and take the chance. These other guys are literally throwing it at DBs. Like they'll no. they'll run a they'll run like a slant and there'll be the linebacker in front yeah. and be behind him and they're gonna throw that bitch anyway. Let's right. go right at the linebacker. All, that's not a risk that you're being a dumbass. Yeah, no, I'm second, I can't buy that. I think I think that's more of a, when you're... <laughs> I think there's more of a different. I think there's a distinction you need to make between a bad read like you just made a bad read or like you taking a calculated chance like you thought about it and was like i'm gonna throw this anyway you see what i'm saying as opposed to like the dude's right in front of him there's probably no yeah. way he'll he'll get there or you be like okay i have mike evans okay i have whatever collier johnson whatever the hell his name is colin johnson i'm gonna throw it up and see what happens i think there's a difference between those 
those two things. Yeah, you know I get I mean? what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So, like, if I see uh, George Kittle one on one in the corner out, I, you know, I want to test it. You know what I mean? Something now like you, that. Your mind says like, "This George Kittle, I'm gonna give him a chance." And if you throw a pick, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily like depending on the throw. Obviously, I don't think like if it's one on one and he's against a safety or yeah. against a linebacker, I don't necessarily think that's like a bad read. I think that was the yo so, they so won that more, battle. More or less, what I'm talking about is like the. The but like the dudes are just running right in front of him. Like there's no yeah. way they're gonna get there, and he throws it anyway. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's zone coverage. It's not even man coverage, and they're running. Let's say a post. They're running a post, and you see the linebackers right underneath it, and you still throw it because you're. I don't know if you think you can fit it in that window, but you're not really gonna fit it in that window. Or a drag route, and you're not paying attention, and there's a a, a hard flat on that side, and you end up throwing it right at the hard flat or you know I like in, in also don't understand their quarterbacks either like, yeah like i mean you take throws that i make like um when i throw um you know in cover two i run that post like baker like say you know just use a rocks i know he's got Minshew. he's not going to make that same throw Minshew because minshu has got 87 no. throw power baker's got no. 95 he's going to zip it in them so it's like, it's also no guys don't understand their play. yeah i feel like guys a lot of guys here don't understand like they don't – these guys would rather try to run their own scheme rather than trying to scheme around what they have. Like, I know so, I have Baker, Baker. I could do that. I know I have Chubb and Hunt. I could run yeah. – I could run a fucking option offense if I want to. It's just you got to know what you know, have on your, know your Know your personnel. Know your personnel pretty much. Know and what that, that goes back to my game against Wimmy. I didn't know my personnel in that play. I ran a play I shouldn't have ran with the wrong quarterback, and I paid for it. Yep, exactly. And – the funny thing you mentioned was the throw power, and I learned the hard way when I had Drew Brees, and I'm like, all right, I have Drew Brees. He's fucking nasty. You know, I could make these throws, and I'm trying to make these throws, and the ball just hangs in the air so much longer where the defensive back just has so much speed that he could, you know, close that window immediately. So it really makes you one-dimensional when you can't make those type of, th- type of throws. I think in, in current gen, like the way it is now, you can survive with a weaker arm quarterback, but back then you really couldn't because you're not making a, a deep throw. You're not hitting the seam. You're not, you know, making those throws because the DBs were able to close off on it because of how long it just took the ball. Throw, to get like throw power accuracy. We got guys that have 90 actually short and medium and like 70 deep, and they're like, oh, well, I'm gonna throw this deep ball anyway. And it's like that's not your game. That's not your quarterback. You gotta guys don't yeah. understand their team, and I feel like it really hurts. It really hurts them, and I don't think they understand. Like, oh, my quarterback sucks. No, it comes down to you suck because you're not paying attention. You got to get like your head me in the running, game and realize what you're doing. That's like me having James Conner in the backfield and running a sweep, which I've done before. And I'm like, oops, that was the wrong running back. I shouldn't have been running a yeah. sweep with James Conner out there. Like, he's not going to get no. to the outside pretty quick. So. It's not – yeah, so, like, basically, it's not all about how you play and – and everything. Some guys are just not understanding their team, and it's biting them in the ass, and they, I don't think they would understand it. Yeah, understand your personnel and understand what they do best. And and Cookie, Cookie's a great example. Last cycle, all he ran was jet sweeps and bubbles because that's that was his team. That He ran he ran that offense to his team. I mean, that's the only way to, that's the only way to look at it. Do what Cookie did. Yep, exactly. So, you know, um, back to PML uh, when it comes to that. Uh, you know, a big loss for uh, the Bears after having a good lead. Uh, big loss for the Cardinals. Um, like you said, he threw at the user a few times or threw at coverage, and you know that's what's what that's what separates separates a lot of people. Well, I'm one of those, so I'm not I'm not saying you know goose is bad and I'm good. I'm saying you know I do the same shit now. Am I terrible? Think, no. <clears throat> I'd like to see when PML's over. I'm sure he'll do it anyway. I'd like to see Goose take that extra step going into next cycle and, like, actually practice after PML, like, during that month we have off. I mean, I know I will be. So, it's like, I want to see if he takes that step and if Goose can get – we know he's, like, he's like bottom mid-tier. I th- I'd like to see him at, like, mid to high like high mid-tier next cycle. So, uh, D-Lord, you asked me. Now, so the way we explained it about, you know, it's the out route, it's the – deep ends it's the post routes over the middle and you know the certain places where it's zone coverage and you could see the zones there but you still make the throw like you clearly have somebody underneath but you still make that corner route throw even though it's covered like yeah. 
stuff like that. Like I've seen Ant Dog do it. Like personal people I've played Ant Dog, Mally, Goose, myself included. Uh, you know, A Rod, Mike D. You know, all the normal normal names you would you would assume. That stuff. Now, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, now, I'm I'm saying they're not good, but that's obviously exaggeration. They are solid users. They're just it's what separates you know the, the good good users from the not so good users in my opinion I mean, no i get it i was just trying to get you to clarify the differences you know what i mean yeah i was i was trying to get your opinion on it do you do you feel the same way or do you say you know i'm i'm being a little harsh uh i mean i wouldn't say a player isn't necessarily good if they're not a good thrower uh i just I will say, I mean, I think it's a, it's a couple of things. Like, if, if he's not a good thrower, then he doesn't play good defense, or he's not a good runner, then, yeah, I could say he's not good. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say a player's not good because he's not good at a certain aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, obviously, if you, to be great, you got to be good at, like, every aspect of the game. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't say a guy isn't good because, you know, he relies on one thing more than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I could definitely say like you're not a good passer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if those are the throws you're making. You now, know, or the decisions you're making there. Now the the bad thing when it comes to, you know, not being a good passer in Madden and in PML is if you're not a good passer, guys are just gonna feast on you. Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna stack the box, they're gonna make it difficult to run and make you pass and then they're gonna force the ball in the air when they start forcing the ball in the air, you're gonna you're gonna make those mistakes. So that's good game planned by the other user, but uh, I think not being a good passer or a you know a capable passer is definitely a. Uh, I mean, it definitely hurts front. you. I mean, but I think that hurts. I think that'll hurt you in any category. Like if you can't yeah. run at all, it will hurt you. If you can't defend at all, it will hurt you. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, but you can still overcome those if you're either adequate enough at a certain area or you're so good at the other areas that you can overcome so, those those weak points. But it definitely hurts you if you're not, so, you know, great at something else. So I have a question. So you, you mentioned you, if you're not good at the run, but you're good at the pass, you know, you, you know, you mentioned that or insisted that. Do you think, uh, what, what would you rather be good at, with the pass or the run? What do you think is more important when it comes to uh, Madden and PML? Being good at the pass or being good at the run? Uh, I would say probably being good at the run. Being good at the run. In the pass. Because the, the, even your top passers are going to throw a lot of interceptions in this league. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're able – and we've seen it. Like, when, when, when things get crazy and, and it, gets, it gets in a tight situation, what do most users go to? They go they, to the run uh, game. Yeah. They go to the run game, and and, and you oh, see you, the run you also, game. You gotta. I think you would have to have a pretty good defense to match that having a good run game. Because if you're not stopping them, then you get more pressure put on you. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, but like running the game, especially in Madden, the way a lot of people are built, right? Running the ball frustrates a lot of people. So it does a lot of things. Not only does it it, it keep the opposing team off the field, it allows you to keep the ball. Typically, you don't turn the ball over as much if you run the ball a lot, and you frustrate the other user so that he may feel like he needs to come out and throw the ball immediately, and then he could throw a pick. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of stuff could definitely happen off of that. So I feel like if you have a strong running game, I mean, I think that is a well, you're huge also key to the ball. Yeah. Yeah, setting yourself up the pass and a play action. Yeah, like I think that is the crutch. Like I I know football is a pass first game. I think it'll always you always need at least a threat of a running game. You know what I mean? But I think if you could run the ball, um, that that is a huge advantage. Do you think um a eighty five overall quarterback would help that or running back would help that? (laughs) <laughs> Help you running it depends on the running back I mean, we, we, we've seen no no i think it, it literally depends on the running back um and your running style right because we've seen some guys you know, succeed with, with lesser running backs we've seen some guys you know not do good with great running backs right I mean, I mean, you like to talk about. I mean, I had about, my best games when Joe Mixon was out with the. the you see what I'm saying? Like, like I don't think, I don't think it's necessary. Like, I think you, you look at it right. Even Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor is good now. 
You know what I mean? But Jonathan Taylor, like when you start up a league, he's not like, man, I got to have Jonathan Taylor because season it's one, he's going to dominate. Like, no, like he, he ran what the lesser bag and made him good. You talk about me and Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones was our backup. <laughs> he, wasn't the, he wasn't the guy when we started. He only played because Leonard Fournette got hurt. You know what I mean? So then it was like, okay, then over time, you, you build up you build up a certain guy. I don't think it's necessarily – and this goes back to a thing we talked about earlier. Um, now, if I think it could have been post-show, and we were talking about like just overall ratings. I don't think the overall rating dictates how good a player is. You need to look at the individual ratings associated with that and see that, how good that, that guy is. That 93 speed is pretty uh, pretty nice on uh, Tree Cohen, if you ask me. It probably is, but it, yeah. how important – like, do you making. need – do you need that speed? Like I, I have li- literally played slower backs because I think he's a better back than a faster back. So I, I, I get what you're saying. Like you definitely want the speed, and I'm not by any means saying like Cohen is just trash. I'm not saying that at all. I just don't think he is a game changing. I don't think he's a game changing back. You let's, know what I mean? Let's ask Mole, the guy that ran for three thousand yards. Oh, could probably run for three thousand yards with a lot of people, bro. Just being real. Yeah, yeah. He did it with Cohen. <laughs> just so being it's, real, it's, bro. Um, it's statistically supported <laughs> with real, bro. So okay. I I personally I personally would want a stronger passing. Um and the reason I say that is you look around the league and most of the guys around the league that are at the top, usually at the top, have strong passing attacks and you know, some could do both. Um but you really don't see a guy with a strong, uh, you know, that's strictly a runner and can't pass the ball at the top. But you do see a guy that could pass the ball and really can't run at the top. And your only counter is that the Raiders is number two in passing yards. But but here's the thing, because you just, I mean, you just said it when you were talking about it. I'd rather be a stronger passer because running is so easy. And it's it's easier to do it, and people go to it. You turn the ball over less. I'd rather be able to pass better because I know if I run the ball, I'm not going to turn it over. So I could use it. anybody. In it's the, it's the, top, the top five passing offenses currently. You have the Buffalo Bills, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Green Bay Packers, the Tennessee Titans, and the Cleveland Browns. The top five rushing offensive teams is the Carolina Panthers, New England Patriots, Dallas Cowboys, Indianapolis Colts, and your Los Angeles Chargers. You so, can't. You can't. You cannot use those stats because that's all based on those guys being ahead in the game and leaning on the run. Hype Mike's a different story because he's just leaning on the run because he doesn't want to run any of his passing attacks. Now, would you say Hype Mike's a bad passer? Uh, you cut me off and then let me finish what I, what I was going to say. So I say that and I was like, so you get a balance, if never, let me finish, of teams, right? You have a, some teams that do prefer the passing game right and they succeed and they excel at those then you have the teams that are obviously excelling at the ground game and then you have teams that are kind of in the middle that's not going to show up on either list they're kind of in the middle of both realms i think it's possible that you could succeed you know saying with whatever style i think the important thing is kind of also what hd said earlier you got to know you got to know one which you're good at just as a user right and then you need to know what your team is good at in terms of personnel wise and i think that should help dictate what you decide to do you know what i mean when it comes to your your game play so i think either one could succeed but i do think you know the factors of what you're just naturally good at definitely uh helps and your team because you don't want to be a passing team and you don't have a quarterback or receivers and you don't be a running team you don't have a line or anything like that that wouldn't make I sense. think just I the don't... fact that running is easy in Madden the last few years, I think you're just better off being a better passer because the run, the run will come to you. You don't have to get good at it. It'll, it'll come yeah, to you. Once you open up the box. So far. Yeah, once you get the box opened up. I don't think T-Bain is a great runner of the football. Just think he, everybody respects his passing game enough yeah, that it opens I, up the run. Same thing, same thing with, uh, same thing with uh, KMFO. Everybody just respects his passing game and him being a quarterback so much that the run just opens up for him. Right. Uh, I think Nat, I think Natural's a good example though, because Natural's a guy that you don't know what he's gonna do. He can do both. Like no matter what you do, Natural can run the ball and pass the ball regardless. I think like he said, T Bandit and Kevin for good examples. Those guys that are no known passers, you know they're gonna pass so you're gonna play pass and then that's how they get their run times. And what what separates them and Cookie Boy is the example I bring up a, a guy that could pass the ball currently and can't run the ball that's still at the top. 
Cookie Boy is that example. Um, I don't. And think I think I think Wemmy is a great example. I mean, Wemmy is an okay passer. He is like his running is great. You look at like he's, <laughs> he runs the ball is really really good. You know what I mean? So I think he's a, like he, I, say I would say he's a good. I would say he's a good passer though because he doesn't make those big mistakes. And he's able to move the ball down the field through the air. He, like, he does. He, he he's just. I think he's. I think he's a. I think he's a runner. I think he can yeah, throw the ball. But I mean, obviously, he has more interceptions than touchdowns. I think he can throw the ball. I'm not saying yeah. obviously you got to do everything to be a good player. Mm-hmm. I think he is a runner. Like that is what he prefers. I think that's what he's better at. At least with this team, I haven't seen him play <laughs> just out of time. Uh, out, you know what I mean? Just just for conversation, conversation. How is his defense? How would you rate his defense? He has a good How defense. It's it's good. It's not great, but it's good. Yeah, he has a good defense. So, uh, do you think? Because do you think that a good defense has to go hand in hand with a uh, strong running game more so than a good defense has to go hand in hand with a strong? No, I think game? you have to have. I'm I think too- it has. I think it's like a scale. I think you have to be solid at both. Um, we've seen Bubba talk yeah, about. I, I need. Obviously. A, I average yeah. fifty points a game. And he was like, well, my 50 points a game strategy is not working. And he's a leader in <laughs> passing, right? So, yeah. I mean, I think I think there needs there, there's a balance that needs to kind of be met. Um, so, I mean, I think you have to have – you can't – defense is such a huge part. Like, you can't just completely flat out ignore the shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> you only need – you only need a good defense to – If you have a great long. offense, you, don't have you just to need – yeah, if you have a great offense, you just need an okay defense. They don't yeah, need you don't. Good. You, you got to get like – But that, get a that scale slides down, right? Because now if you just have an okay offense or just a good offense, you need an okay or a good defense. You, you know what I mean? Like it's like a scale that needs to meet basically. So I think it really just depends on how good your offense is. But I don't as think as running – I think, I think if, As long as you score, I don't think your defense matters to be But honest. to your specific point – I think if you have a really, really good offense and you chew up a lot of clock, I don't think your defense needs to be as great as an offense yeah. that maybe throws the ball, but then their defense is on the field more. So I literally th- do think it just depends. I don't think it's I don't think one equates to the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you run the ball, you have to have a good defense. Like I don't think that's true. Or yeah, you throw the mean, ball, you don't have to have a defense. I don't think that's true either. I think it's <laughs> you know, I, and I think it's all perspective. The question I. Uh, Posed about having a good run game versus a good passing game. Like, which one would you rather have? Me personally, I'd rather have a good passing game because that's more of a weaker point of mine. Um, and running seems to be easier to me than passing, if that makes sense. And I don't think I'm a great runner of the football. I think I'm an okay runner of the football, but I don't have a great passing attack. So right. that's kind of my mindset is because I, I would be in a third and sixth situation and my running is not going to help me there. My my being good at, at running is not going to help me there. I need to be able to make a good pass and either convert, and I need to be able to stretch the the defense out vertically as well as horizontally. If that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's it's all. Based I know on. just an example because we go off of real life real quick too. Like I'm a Titans fan, so obviously I the Titans t- traditionally have had a a really good defense and uh mediocre at best offense, right? And then obviously the last few years that has shifted completely where the Titans are a run dominant potent offense. They they they're up there in points per game, points per minute. Like they are up there in all the offensive stats you want. But they're a run first team. While that has happened, the Titans defense has slipped dramatically. Like they have gone from being like a top five to top ten. I think they were like twenty-four or twenty-five in total defense last season. Like it was like the complete opposite. But the Titans still had success because they were so good at controlling the clock, controlling the the pace of the game, and can, you know dictating what you do. So I do yeah. think it's possible with the right strategy and the right guys to kind of succeed. Yeah. You know what I mean, with that strategy too. Uh, yeah, I think either strategy could work out. It just uh, it, it's just the skill. But, you, but your skill, and like HD says, you need to know what your team is good at. Like exactly. what your personnel is. Exactly. I, I totally agree. Um, so moving on to week 11, week 12, we'll get through the two games that were played. Uh, we had the Giants versus the Cleveland Browns. HD, if you want to talk about that a little bit, what happened in that game? Mm, not really. No, you didn't have the double. <laughs> you didn't have the double. Uh, Double webcam. No, I mean, Q, Q, oh, well, that's because I, I couldn't do it with Q. But I didn't even ask, so I just wanted to play and get over with. But I don't know, Q, 
with Q being as good as he is anyway, uh, there were a lot of things that helped him to his advantage when we played, and I just I was over in the second quarter. I didn't want to play anymore. Uh, yeah, I could, I, could, I, I could kind of see that. You, you could there was, the ball there was a lot of there was a lot of suck, like sucking in, like sucking to uh, tackles, animations, whatever. There, dude, there was a play that irked me. He he threw a a dumbass double coverage crosser to fucking Evan Ingram, and my Greedy Williams is literally in front. Um, he he's in front of Ingram to get the pick, and he literally Ingram warped over Greedy. And got an animation catch over him, and I was just like, I, I'm not, you know, what I mean, you you can't play Q and the game, you know what I mean? I like when I played CEO, everything was cool, and then I got to Q, and I'm just like, this this doesn't feel the same. I'm just like, I'm I'm over it. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Q, I can't stand him as a as a user. Uh, he always <laughs> rolls out and hits a corner out. He makes sure he takes about ten stops. You know, a hike and haul type of situation, but he's He's a, he's throwing it. Um, and this whole time, up. he tried to tell us JT was hiking home against him. He, he's he's just setting up a better angle because he's cheating the system and like, cheater. Really them. Uh, uh, I just I felt our game was more anime uh, animation based in the beginning, and yeah. it just took me out of it. I just didn't care for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the final score for people that want to know was thirty-seven to ten. Uh, you now moved to six and five. Uh, the the um, Giants moved to eight and three, I believe. I got to get the double check. Yeah, it is eight and three. So the Giants moved to eight three. You moved to six and five. The Giants are still trying to catch the, the football team, but it doesn't look like the football team has a tough schedule remaining. So they are hoping for the best. Uh, moving on, the other game that was played was the Chargers versus the Colts. And A Rod was telling me a little bit about this before the show. A Rod, do you want to talk about this? game real quick because i know you watched it no i didn't i didn't watch i actually woke up to it and i always go to like the last you know the end of the game to see the score but when i got to yeah. the end of the game on the on rob's stream i seen that um charges were on the one yard line yeah. it was fourth and one so apparently from what i got from rob that he stuffed them three times now it's fourth and one with about 20 seconds left and wimmy sneaks it in like just barely and so uh wimmy's up six now with uh Again, about 20 seconds left. He kicks off to Rob. Rob's final play of the game, he gets a... It's like a crossing Hail Mary. I, I gotta look at it again. But he took Paris Campbell and he crossed him to the right side of the field. And he seemed to have an open shot. And he caught the ball. And it looked like he could go. But um, the Chargers tackled him. And they preserved the win. So he was It was, up it was a good six. ending. How, he was up six. How did he... He was, he was up 21 to three at one point. Who was? Uh, Are you starting? Yeah, I, no, so uh, I had the game on. I no, I had the game on, but I was like doing other stuff and kind of looking back and forth. And it, it was twenty. I looked up. It was twenty-one to three. I was like, "Well, shit! Like, what? What did I miss? You know what I mean?" Uh, the Colts. Colts was okay. up twenty-one to three. Um, and I seen. And I, I posted in the chat. I, I felt like this was the most, besides the Bills game, most frustrated I've seen with me. Um. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. Obviously, be- before that, but I know there was a uh, a series where uh, I think like back to back, it was like Wimmy could have threw a pick. Then Colts got the ball, and I guess he ran a triple option. I'm assuming he ran it more than just that one time because Wimmy called it out, and he was like, <laughs> he's like so fucking predictable. I thought he was gonna be like Cook for a second, and then he gets the ball back. You're predictable cut. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was about to happen for a second. Then he gets the ball. He throws it to uh, I forgot who it was, man. And he gets his stick though by like a cornerback, and he fumbles. <laughs> when he almost lost this shit, it was like, how does that even happen? Like, what's going on? I was like, yo, I don't know what's going on. Then I leave and I come back, and the game's over, and, and Wimmy won. So I don't know what happened after then. I was like, wow. Yeah. So you said that he, he you said he was up six, but the score was twenty-eight to twenty-seven. How? Oh, he was up one. Did- Papa, oh, Papa, oh, Papa Greeny was up one. It was fourth and one on the one-yard line. Okay. And then um, he stuffed it in on fourth down. So basically, if, if Papa stopped him there, you know, the Colts won. But I, clearly, the Chargers got in the end zone. Or it, and then, it could have been 21-27 when the Chargers scored. Right? Yeah, that, that was the final, right? 28-27 So uh, you said, you said uh, the Colts were up one. 
And then you said the charge. Oh, maybe. You know what? Maybe Those they were could have been up six. Like that. Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, he would have took the field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. a lot more sense. Okay, yeah. So he was up six or something like that. To win by yeah, one, yeah. Yeah, it was six because I remember watching the extra point thinking, oh, can you, can you block this? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So he, he went up the one point and then yes. he had that Hail Mary that got stopped. The yeah, watch it. It was, it was a good play at the end too by uh, Greeny. It looked like he could break that, but uh, when he when we got him, but he, his heart must have been pumping on that play. Once that I saw the throw, back. and I said, I said, oh, here it is. It's all built up. Paris Campbell. He got the, he had a lead too on the, on the crosser, and uh, yeah, when he caught the ball, the animation slowed him down. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Um, DK Metcalf only had one reception for 16 yards. So I wonder what happened there. Maybe it's just double coverage and he couldn't really get the ball to him. He had three picks, so I wonder if that was him trying to get the ball to DK Metcalf in situation. I mean, when you look at the reception, I mean, 10 went to Gafford. So clearly yep. he was the main guy. Seven went to Eckler, and the rest, I mean, two from Henry, one from Metcalf. When he told me, Gafford, Gafford's his go-to. He said, he said that DK, that one game that DK had 12 catches was a, a game a to get him game. a superstar. Yeah. And he's like, Rico, Gafford's his guy. He's like, everyone just focuses on, you know, DK and everything. He's like, that's not even who I go to. Well, not me. He's getting a manned up. One-on-one. <laughs> one-on-one. Like, you know, it's one-on-one. Like, one-on-one. I don't care who you is. I Calvin don't care, Johnson, bro. <laughs> I don't um, care, bro. Yo, yo, you 5'10 corner. Go cover Calvin Johnson right now. It one-on-one. That's happening, it. Bro. You ain't getting no help, bro. Um, happening. <laughs> but, uh, I think that's going to do it unless anybody has anything else they might want to add. No. Good show. Yeah, good show, guys. All right, PML, um, you know, it's post-advance day. We still got plenty of games to watch. Make sure you go ahead and watch Good all Good job games. for holding up your agreement in that, um, you know, argument with HD. You got a whole other week I, left. I got a whole week that I'm going to be nice to HD. Just so, so everybody HD. knows the magnitude of it. I called HD an asshole pre-show, and Neff defended him. So he's I real about this. I wasn't even, I wasn't even here. Oh, he's no, in chat. Not in chat. Yeah, in chat. In chat. I asked him if he wanted him removed, and D-Light was about to be removed. Uh, but, you know... So we're we're going to hold you to this. We're going to hold you to this. We're going to be going to do our best for at least a week. <laughs> and HD is going to catch me slipping because I know he's going to troll me. Gonna yeah, if he's me ever mean to you, hey, you let me know. I'll handle him for that, okay? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> everybody at PML, have a great day. We will be back at it tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, uh, good luck in your games.